Hey, Mark. Hey, Katie. Hey, you want to do a podcast? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Unforget Yourself Show, where we use the power of woo and the proof of science to help you identify your blind spots, get over your own bullshit, <gasps> so that you can do the fucking thing you actually want to do. Absolutely. I'm Mark. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of Unforget Yourself and the creators of the Unforget Yourself system. Look, being a business owner is tough. Yeah. With vulnerability and with humor, mm-hmm. we'll be sharing with you the real stories behind the success of those brave and crazy enough to start their own business and to show you that you're not alone. You're not. Well, from the accidental entrepreneur to the laser-focused CEO, we have honest conversations about how they got to where they are today. We talk about the challenges that they faced and what they're currently dealing with in real time on their roller coaster journey. Along the way, we want to show you that it's, it's you. You are the most important asset in your business. Yeah, you are. So let's cut the bullshit and start the show. Enjoy. Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. So today we have with us Jen Beery of Move With Jen, which is a community that empowers driven empaths to live fulfilling, impactful lives and move from being stressed and anxious and overwhelmed into living in alignment and loving life. Hey, Jen, welcome to the show. Hey, so good to be here. Thanks for having me. You're so, so welcome. Can you expand a bit more on this and tell everyone, hey, where are you with your business today and who you love to work with? Yeah. So where my business is at today is I help people own their energy and I help them become the CEO of their own lives. And so really what that means is it's just getting comfortable with your energy, understanding what is in, like, what are these inputs coming into it? How can you kind of connect better to yourself? And then Mm. also, how do you do that? So you start being in the driver's seat of your life because, well, it's yours. So you should be choosing where you're going. And I do it through energy work, through yoga, and I also do coaching. Beautiful. So with this, I mean, it's easy to say you should be the driver of your life. It's your life. Do what you love. But holy shit, it's kind of tough sometimes. So what do you, what do you find is the, the sort of the, the traditional thing you have to help people to overcome or remove or, or, or just myth bust for them? so that they can start to move forward. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So many things. There's like so many layers to it. Right. So, I mean, we've got like our societal norms. So, you know, we all grew up in families. They all have certain belief systems, whether it's about money, whether it's about being an entrepreneur, whether it's about traveling, whether it like just, you know, all the things. And Mm. so part of it is starting to, I think, differentiate between what are your views and what are the views around you? And so sometimes it's really hard to actually find which one's yours. (laughs) Did you find this in your journey where you were trying to interpret, okay, what's, what's mine? What do I like? What do I want? What do I think? Because it's sneaky. It's kind of all everything, whether it's generational or situational or family, all these things start to add to our programming, our beliefs. Um, And it can be a soup of just everything in there. How do you start to unpack that? Oh my gosh. So, I mean, for me, probably the best event that I can give you is like, I found myself, it was about what, two, a year and a half ago, let's say it was about 18 months ago. And I had checked every freaking box that people told me would, would 
give me the best life ever. I was living in downtown Toronto. I owned my condo. I had a six figure salary. I was, you know, just ready to move into an executive role. Like I had, I, I, you know, I've been with my partner for 10, almost 10 years. Like I've done all the things. And yet when I was looking at my life and I was looking at me, I was a fucking mess on the inside. And I was like, I did all the things though. I checked all the boxes. Like everybody. Yeah, you've you know, got the relationship, everything. got the job, you've got the house. It's like, oh my gosh, I've I'd be happy, but I'm not. I think that's a huge, big red flag. Yeah, such a red flag. And so I think when you start to have that moment, you think, well, hold on. It, it, maybe this isn't mine. Like maybe I'm just doing all the things that I thought would make me happy that everybody mm. told me would make me happy. And so then, you know, from there it was like, okay, well, what is going to make me happy? Like how, how do I start unpacking this to figure out like, what is mine and what do I actually want from my life? So what was your first step? What was, what was the baby steps towards that? Yeah. So probably the, let me think baby step towards that from that moment was probably, you know, I, I had always in the back of my mind wanted to be an entrepreneur. I always knew that was going to be the next step, but I was way too chicken to do it. And so, you know, I was looking and I'm like, you know, crap, like I'm going to be, uh, I, I was, you know, I'm in my thirties. So I'm like, I, I was going to be turning what 32 or something like that. And I'm thinking I'm 32. I have no plans to really like jump ship and, and, and really do this entrepreneur thing. I, I have a feeling that this is really what is, you know, in my passion, or at least I want to try it, but you know, how the heck do I, do I do that? Like I've built this whole life that I still need to support now mm. and crap. <laughs> Yeah, we were chatting offline about, you know, what it's like to to become the entrepreneur, the solopreneur, wear all the hats. And I think you said that, you know, you fully underestimated what the hell that encompassed. Oh and it's my like, gosh, yeah, that's yes. no one tells you what it's like as an entrepreneur, because if they no. did, oh my gosh, you probably wouldn't do it. So what what was it like for you as you as you found your area, as you found your passion, and then it became a business? And yeah. that kind of, then you have responsibility and you have other things to do that you never thought you'd be doing. What was that sort of transition like for you? Yeah, uh, it was a mess. You know, it was. <laughs> so you went from crazy. one mess to another. Basically. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was so interesting for me because, you know, I spent my, my whole career in finance and business operations, working in tech, doing, you know, all these, you know, doing this thing where it was so clear for me what the next step was. It was yeah. like, so, you know, and it was very, um, you know, focused. And so when I started to move into my entrepreneur journey, I wanted to go completely opposite of what I'd spent the last 10 years doing. And so I was like, I'm going to build a business doing yoga. And I think what I, there's a few things that I really underestimated. First of all, how much I sucked at sales and marketing. It was like, just, you know, wow. And the other thing was, just like how I couldn't hold that energy of saying to people that I'm a yoga teacher. Not that I don't think, you know, there's any, you know, I don't think there's anything wrong with being a yoga teacher or anything like that, but it was just the amount of people from my old world that would be like, how's your side hustle going, Jen? Like, how's your yoga thingy going? You know, just- Oh, let's just, hold, can we just hold space for that oh for a gosh. minute? Yeah. That is so important. If you found yourself that you were 
uh, embarrassed or unsure. And it's like, just call myself a yoga teacher. That's has that persona. So there's some in some beliefs that you have. There are some rules. So there is some outside influence going on. So so many. You're battling two things there. It's a lot to go through. So, and that can only hold you back. And you said you're you're shit at marketing and sales. Yeah. And you didn't truly believe. Maybe truly didn't believe you did because the fear, the worry, the doubt that comes across um that can be destructive to a business oh it's completely destructive because like you know what what was it that actually helped you to sort of start to come through that yeah so I mean so I remember specifically I was uh one of my old coworkers had come over to my house and you know she was asking me about the business and she wasn't treating it like a side hustle she wasn't saying it she was genuinely asking me Mm. and I saw myself cower you know, whereas, you know, before I didn't cower, I would stand strong. I would stand tall. I could hold that space. And so that was a really powerful moment for me because I was like, that was the first time I realized how I wasn't showing up in my business as the person that I wanted to be. Mm. And so from there, it was just practice. It was like, I need to show up in different rooms. I need to surround myself with more people that don't know who I am and what I've done. And I need to practice being this person that I want to show up as and be around people who start believing in this dream as much as I do so that I can hold that space for myself. What you just said there, to show up as the person that you want to be. That's huge. That's massive. How many of us, as you said, cower or worry or deflect or don't quite do it? And maybe that's a reason why the sales and marketing did struggle for a long time because you weren't being authentic. You weren't being yourself. And oh my gosh, you coach and teach this stuff, but it's easy for other people. But when you relate it to business, that's a whole different kettle of fish. It's different. So to show up as the person that you want to be with that emotional immunity of, yeah, yes, I do this. Yeah, I did that. Yes, this is what I want. And hold space for whatever comes your way. I think that's one of the strongest places you can be. I totally agree. Because I think when it comes from a place of confidence and surety and that you believe in what it is that you're doing, especially as a solopreneur, it's like, that's where people are like, oh my gosh, like this is magnetic. This is powerful. Like I want to be in that energy because like, holy crap, like, yeah, that's awesome. Whereas like, you know, when you're cowering and you're like, Hey, I'm going to be your coach, but like, I can't even stand up straight. You're like, I don't, why would I hire a coach that doesn't believe in herself? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, as, as any business owner, you have to believe fundamentally that what you do product service is the most important thing in the world. Everything else has its place and is useful. But your thing, without your one thing, oh my gosh, everything else falls down. For us, it's time to forget yourself. It's been able to manage yourself through the journey as an entrepreneur. Tools, tactics, websites, strategies means nothing. If you're not able to actually cope with the, the fear, the doubt, the guilt, the overwhelm, the panic, the all the all this shit you go through. For us, that is hands down the most important thing. Yeah. Believe it. Absolutely. So you, you have your own version of this. You have your own version of this is what's going to help you through whatever transition, whatever life, whatever journey your clients go through. 
Yeah. So to hold that space is so important. Oh my gosh. It's so important. And, you know, like I would, I would argue that, you know, that deep inner work of getting so, you know, of getting so real with yourself of where you're at, like, it's not easy to look in the mirror and be like, okay, cool. You are really not showing up as the person that you want to be today, you know? But I think just having that realization with yourself and just accepting the fact that, okay, this isn't where I want to be. I know I can get there, but I know, but this is really where I'm at right now. You know, I think that supports you for any transition that you're doing, whether it's, you know, mm-hmm. as an entrepreneur, whether it's a career role, whether it's an industry change, whether it's moving across the world or into a different location or, you know, whatever. Yeah. Health, a health journey, a relationship journey. You want to be the person you want to be. You want to have the relationship. You you want to show up as, as you rather yeah. than rather than not. So it, it touches so many different areas. Um, hey, but let's get this back onto, onto your business. So we've heard your your journey and oh my gosh, you, you, you beautifully described what it's like when people first start. And it's yeah. like everyone's at home like nodding their head going either, I'm going through right now, or yep, I remember those days. Oh my gosh. But <laughs> With Unforget Yourself, obviously, we help people you know, to overcome the bullshit and do the fucking thing. So for you personally, what's the bullshit right now that's like, yeah, this is this is the thing that's kind of in my way that maybe you didn't have when you first started. And now it's kind of, now you've leveled up. Now you're changing and evolving. It's showing its ugly head or yeah. heads up. What are they? Yeah. I mean, there's a few things. So, I mean, talking about the sales and marketing side of it, it's like, you know, I massively underestimated me being the front of my business and what that Mm. would really look like. And so, you know, is it a struggle right at this moment? Maybe, you know, it's definitely gotten a lot better. It's something that I have to actively work on and practice every day is, you know, letting people into my life, showing them who I really am, being able to Mm. show up like that. But honestly, it's, 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 it's selling without being cringy. That's something that always comes in my mind is like, I'm always so scared of being cringy because I hate, you know, I hate those people where they reach out to you and you just know that they're just in it to sell you something. And that's so not who I am or who I want to be. And so okay, let's, for let's me, can it's, we, can yeah. we break that down because I think Please, that right yeah. there, that is a make or break for a business. So mm-hmm. we all hate salesperson, right? oh my gosh, the used car dealer, blah, blah, blah. We have a negative connotation, which where the fuck did that come from? That's not helping anyone. You're in business, right? Yes. The point of business is to make revenue so that you can reinvest <laughs> yes. in yourself, in your team, in your, in your clients and prospects. So I want money to not be a dirty word. Yeah. You want money. Absolutely. Yeah. Of course you do. Great. Now I've established that. You're the face to be able to make an invitation to invite people into your world, we can find multiple tactics to be able to reframe that because that's all this is. But mm-hmm. if you come into sales with, <laughs> with need, I oh, shit, I need the sale, you're going to come across that way. If you come into it with, ah, oh, cringy, and I don't want to be, I'm not a salesperson, I'm not a marketer, you're not going to maybe even make the offer of someone that's screaming saying, hey, kind of need your help. Yeah, it's so true. Which is like the crappiest thing, right? Because you're blocking your own, you, you know, you're bro- you're blocking, <laughs> you're blocking your ability to actually help people, I'm for which is really that's the, yeah, <laughs> I'm for blocking too, right? <laughs> 
<laughs> but this is it. It's like we're blocking people from actually, you know, being helped. And this is why I think it's such like a, a funny circle because it's like, you know, if we can't get out of our own way, we can't get out of our own obstacles. And it's like, I can't help any more people, which is just as bad as being that, you know, cringy salesperson from the car dealership. <laughs> what is it for you that made sales cringy? What is it that actually held you back? Do you know? Mm. I think it's, uh, you know what, I think it's just, I have such an adverse reaction to, there's a lot of online coaches I find that are just so in your face. And, you know, I, I can't tell you how many calls I've been on where someone's like, Hey, I want to connect with you only to, Hey, I'm going to just sell you my whole business. And you're like, I thought we were getting to know each other on this call, not for you to sell me into something I don't know anything about. Yeah. Can and you so- kind of date me first? Right. <laughs> Yeah, you know, like at least, you know, we all know what's going on, just treat it nicely. Yeah, exactly. And so it's just, um, I think it's just, I have such an adverse reaction to it that it's like, I, I, what do you call it? Like my reaction to it is like the complete opposite. It's like, I've run really far away from it. Mm. So that from the best place in the world with the the right intention. What did it actually stop you from doing? What did it make you do instead? Because it sounds like there's maybe a bit of overcompensating here happening. Yeah. I think it just makes me get so friend zoned by a lot of my community because it's like, I'm their best friend, but you know, (laughs) will they buy from me? I mean, a lot of them do eventually, but it's just, I'm sure I probably could have helped a lot more people if it wasn't for my fear of, you know, of of being this other person that I don't want to be. I love that being friend zoned. That's a great analogy. It's it's so true. Maybe you're an expert on helping people and guiding them to the awareness, and they're like, "Oh, cool, Jen. Thanks. I'm gonna go find myself a coach." How can I do that? Oh, too late. Exactly. That That's happened? exactly. Uh, you know what? Not no examples that I can think of, but I can almost guarantee it has. Like I, you know what, and you know, what's funny is like, so I have so many amazing coaches in my network that are like, maybe not coaches, but other people that help. And I'm almost more likely to say, Hey, that person can help you than, Hey, I can help you. (laughs) So what, what would it mean to you to find your authentic sales system, your way of working that is, that gets rid of all these beliefs that does it in a way that you are, you love that you show up and you flourish and by association obviously gets the right people coming through in the right way. What would that mean to you to actually find that? Yeah. I mean, you know what? I I think what it would mean for me is like, so a couple of things that are really important to me as I build my business is like, I care so much about the community. Like I really want it to be a place where people can come and really practice taking off those masks. They can practice Mm. what a safe environment could be like, you know, we never totally know, but you know, a place to practice all of these things that we want to be. And also, you know, I really care about having like deep, genuine connections with people. So like, I really, you know, I, I do just genuinely want to get to know people. And so I think for me, if I could find a way to do it where I felt like it wasn't interrupting that and Mm. um and it just felt like you know i don't know like it just it felt like i don't know it was like helpful not just cringy i don't know if that makes sense but yeah i think it's i think it's important to get that distinction it's all it's always important to sort of dig down on what is it what is it for me what does that actually look like so you've created this container this beautiful safe container and 
it sounds like you're even scared of ruining that container with what actually is the purpose of that. It's a nurturing, safe environment so that people can get to know you and that should they choose to, they can take it further. Yeah. Rather than it's a safe environment and I can't disrupt that. Yeah. And you know what, just as you're saying that, I think the other thing that, that, you know, that holds me back is like, because I believe so much in agency of someone having agency in it is it's like, I always want it to feel like a choice for them. I don't want them to feel like there's this power dynamic and I'm pushing them into something. So, yeah. Ooh. Have you done that? Did you, did you start doing that with business? Did you, did you try that out of fear or necessity or just finding your way. Yeah. You know what? I remember. So when I first started my business, I remember it was like, you know, I remember being in like the DMS on Instagram being like, Hey, like you should come to my yoga class or, you know, you know, just like stuff like that. And I remember just being like, I freaking hate this. Like, this is so ungenuine or like, you know, when you reach out to like a new connection, you're like, Hey, like, do you practice yoga? And you just know, like the intention behind it is so cringy. Mm. And so it's just like, I don't know if it's like a combination of that or just, whatever but it's like I just it's not who I want to be you know mm. that phrase there I just freaking hate this mm -hmm. yeah I mean we're, we're going to full circle now that was that was kind of your world you had everything but it's like I freaking hate this what is it what is it here and now you've got your you found a business you haven't quite found the the sales system for you personally I mean everything fucking works all the strategies mm -hmm. work it's finding the right thing for you that you can shove and be like hell yeah yeah this is this isn't sales it's amazing conversation it's amazing way to help people it she helps my people cross the line to do the things they do the fucking thing do the thing yeah. they say they want to do exactly so I love that it's gone sort of circle that I think no matter where you go, there's always been that next iteration. So for you, whether you scale your business, bring on more people, start to release your your sort of touch points on the business as you grow, then it's going to be, I fucking hate this. Oh my gosh. I, all these kind of strands come into play. So I think that's going to continue to show up. If that's a pattern, maybe for you, it's maybe it's, that's a great signpost. That's a great signpost. So once you see it, it's like, ah, oh, shit. Yeah, thank you. Okay. Where Pivot. Exactly. Pivot, change, question, question everything. Exactly. Exactly. I love that. Oh, fantastic. So what, what is the goal? Where's your focus? Where, where are you going towards right now? Because as you said, it's finding your messaging, being able to find your sales system. And then once you are able to get out of your own way, do that in that that actually works for you then it's scale how can i reach help more do other things that you love to do so what does that look like yeah so i mean i've got I've got some amazing offers. So I've got like some really cool group programs. I really want to fill up my one-on-one -on -one coaching. And honestly, I just, the biggest goal for me probably for this year is to really make the business financially sustainable. So mm. I've invested so much in my business over the last 18 months between, you know, hiring coaches and, you know, learning and trying to understand how to be better with sales and marketing. And, yeah. you know, I've got a VA that helps me with graphic design and like all these things, you know, and I love it. And I love where it's going, but it would be nice if it wasn't burning a big, you know, hole in my pocket. So, 
and that's where the marketing the sales really comes in so it's like you've got all this knowledge you have all the wisdom you have all the options in front of you it's finding and actually doing the right one sounds like that's right yeah that's exactly it that's exactly it nice and then where does that lead you so what what is you you fill out your Mm one-on-one you build out your team what's the big goal what's the big goal Oh, you know what? I mean, so Dave and I, my partner have always dreamed about being able to have more agency in our life. So being able to travel more, to be able to, I don't know, just have space in the calendar to just like do more stuff that we just love doing. And so honestly, one of the dreams would be like, I would love to be able to, you know, go to like winters here sucks. I would love to go somewhere hot, like Costa Rica for the winter, you know, Mm -hmm. and just like have more time to just have fun in my life. And so I, I'm still like on the split of like, whether it's going to be a solopreneur for like, you know, for the time or whether it's going to kind of scale and eventually like, you know, bring on more people to kind of help me run some of this stuff. So I haven't entirely made the decision on that, but I figure we'll, we'll kind of see how it goes, but that's kind of the goal is, you know, fill some of this stuff up and, you know, just have more freedom, have more fun in life. Life's too short. Absolutely. Hey, love that. Jen, thank you so much for sharing not only your wisdom and advice, but behind the scenes of exactly what's going on with, with you and sharing vulnerably. It's been beautiful to hear. Um, yeah. Being so honest about, yeah, this is what's going on. And here's what I was thinking. So thank you. I'm sure it's been so useful to so many people. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much, Mark, for having me here. I just, it's so, I feel so humbled and grateful to be able to be on this podcast with you. And thanks everybody who's listening right now and for sticking through the journey and listening to me ramble on about all this stuff. So I really (laughs) do hope it was helpful. Thank you. Look, if people want to find out more about you and the incredible work that you do, where can they find you? Yeah. The best place is probably Instagram. I post on there all the time, like always active in my stories and stuff like that. So it's move with Jen, three N's. I couldn't get the two. So, uh, or you can head over to my website. It's kind of getting updated. It's a little updated, but you can find some stuff on there too. Awesome. So everyone, if you're, if you're curious, go check it out. But Jen, thank you so much again for sharing and, and being here today. Yeah. Thanks so much for having me. Welcome. Hey, Katie. Yeah, Mark? Want to do an outro? I sure do. Sweet. Hey, thank you so, so much for listening and making it to the end. Yay, you. So what happens next? Uh, We ask them the things that podcasters are supposed to ask at the end of an episode. Can you please rate, review, download? Subscribe. Mm. Yeah. But why is it important? Because that's how our podcast gets noticed. That's how people find us. It is, and we want all their earballs. <laughs> all the earballs all over the place. We do. Nice. Yeah, so please do all those things. We'll be ever so grateful. And then more people hear your beautiful voice. Or yours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See you next time. Bye.